Welcome to Teova Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. Hey, Alicia. Hey, Dee. How you doing? I'm doing good, girl. How you doing? All right. All right. What you over there sipping on? I have a French toast organic tea. French mm. toast. Mm-hmm. I'm all into the desserts and the, the yummy things lately. <laughs> You're into the designer teas. Excuse me. I am. I am. I'm a designer. I have to have a designer tea because one time my nephew told me, or was it my nephew? It was like you can't be drinking Lipton. <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with Lipton black tea? He's like, nah, that's not gonna work. Yeah, when you said that before, that yeah. threw a couple people off. Yeah, yes, we got a did. couple of complaints, Alicia, about your tea. <laughs> so I'm going hard. I'm going hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, what you drinking? What you drinking over there? What am I drinking over here? Well, I have me. Have you ever seen those blooming teas? I'm having a blooming jasmine tea. Oh yeah, you know, very nice. You put it in the you put it in the hot water and it opens a little flower. I love those teas. Mm, love <laughs> They're it. They're so fun. They are. <laughs> yeah. So it is time for one of my favorite segments, and that is the random fact. Mm. So, Alicia, yes, have you ever heard of Zalapai? No. In Poland? Well, Zalapai is a tiny village in Poland near Krakow, and in this cute little town, they paint everything in these folksy flowers. Hmm. It's so cute. So originally, they would, because you know the soot from the chimneys, originally mm-hmm. they would paint over that black soot. They would paint it with white paint. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one day, there was a woman who decided to, I'm so sorry, I can't pronounce her name, so I don't want to butcher it. But there was a woman who decided to paint some flowers. And so she painted a couple of flowers and then it became a thing. Before you knew it, the flowers were everywhere. And I actually have a photo I'm going to send you right now so you can check it out so do you see the photo i sent you alicia they're beautiful they're very okay so where is this this is very dutch yes it's in zalapai poland yeah it's a tiny village in poland and so they put pictures they put pictures of flowers on everything but what's so cool about it is that these flowers are not modeled after real flowers that's why they call on their website they call it folksy like a folksy design it's left up to the interpretation of the painter so they just make whatever comes to mind they draw whatever they mm-hmm. think a, fl- a flower looks like they have a church that's covered in these things houses the interior of the houses are covered in these things they had a dog uh, a kennel dog kennel those 
you know, those metal planter cans, uh, pots. Yeah. You know, with just like the metal handle and they're just like, so, you know, the dark silver or whatever. They yeah. paint those. <laughs> they paint everything in this town. It is so cute. And um, they have an annual flower painting competition. It takes place after the Feast of the Corpus Christi in June. Oh. And it's been happening yeah. since the end of the 1940s. Mm. It's such a cute place. Yeah. So the reason I bring that up, Alicia, is because today's topic is about intentional living. Mm. So, yeah. So when I saw these photos of this town and how everyone painted the flowers everywhere, I thought to myself, they intentionally wanted to look at something more beautiful than the soot from the chimneys. And they did something about it, right? Mm. Mm. And so now it brings them joy. They love to see it. And I looked at the weather in that area. They don't have like 300 days of sunshine, you know, not like Florida or some of the other places in the United States that get a lot of sunshine. You know, they get a lot of rain. They have a rainy season. Mm-hmm. It's not always bright there. So these flowers really brighten up people's day and they just love seeing them. And they can't they can't help but just to put them everywhere. And so to me, they were intentional about how they wanted to feel about their little community. And there's only about 800 people that live there. And so here in the United States, I feel like We don't have that same intention when it comes to our communities and to the way that we live. Some people are trying now, you know, a lot of people are throwing around the word minimalism, decluttering, um, you know, different things like that. Yeah. So what does intentional living mean? For me, intentional living means that everything you own has an intention and it has a purpose and a place in your life. Mm -hmm. When you live intentionally, you live sustainably also because you're only using what you need and not what you don't need. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I hear people say, you know, I should get a little footstool for that corner or I should get, I don't know, some random object just to put, just to fill an empty space in their room. But what's going to be the end function of that? Is it just for decoration? Now, I'm not saying that having things for decoration is a bad thing, but it should have an intention. Mm -hmm. It should have a purpose. Because now you're just wasting money just to fill up an area when sometimes blank spaces can be beautiful. You Mm -hmm. know, we need to learn to use our negative spaces so that we can proportionately design the way that we live so that way those blank corners they don't bother us they give us that chance to breathe you know Mm -hmm. so for me intentional living is about um, keeping our spaces clear and free of clutter and not holding on to things that no longer serve us right so yeah sometimes we might have a sweater that we got years ago 
from someone we love so much and adore. And we feel like if we let that sweater go, even though we don't like it, we don't wear it, that if we let that sweater go, somehow we're letting that person go and somehow we're rejecting that person. Mm-hmm. When that's not true. The person gave you that sweater because they thought you could use it. If you did not like it, now it's kind of like a waste that you didn't express to them that, you know, it it wasn't your style or whatever the case, because maybe they would have been happy giving you a gift receipt for it so that you could return it and get something you like. But at least you knew that their intention of giving you a gift to try to put a smile on your face was there and you can appreciate it and you can let them know that you appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I think we don't do that enough. We don't honor people enough. We don't honor the gestures. We instead care about the thing and we forget about the experiences in the people. So that's what intentional living is also. Not caring so much about the thing, but caring more about the experiences we have. Caring more about how we feel, paying attention to how we feel how we feel living in our homes. So you may have a closet full of clothing that you don't wear, that you no longer like, that doesn't fit you, that someday, someday, you don't realize that these things are holding you back from that intended future that you really wanna have because they're becoming a constant reminder of what you don't have or what you don't like, but you don't need it. You don't need to hold on to it anymore. You can bless it and let it go because you're not honoring that sweater that that person gave you because there's someone out there who would love that sweater, who might pay to have that sweater on ThreadUp or something like that, who may know the perfect person for that sweater. So what you do is you take that sweater down, you hug that sweater or smell that sweater and say, you know, I, I appreciate I appreciate this gift that such and such gave me and I no longer need it, but I'm going to release it to someone who can have better use of it. And you bless that sweater and you you give it, you honor it. It's an inanimate object, but you're holding on to it because you're holding on to that person, right? You're holding on to the memory of when that person gave it to you, et cetera, et cetera. That's the part that's important, not the sweater. So now you bless it, you give it a new home, knowing that someone out there in the world is gonna make better use of it than you. And that person's intended purpose, which was to make you happy, has made you happy plus another person happy, right? So it's all these little things that you can do. And you're not gonna be perfect at first if this is a new concept to you, but it's something to think about. You know, I want to give our listeners a little exercise to do. I want you to find the drunk drawer in your house, or I want you to go to an area of your closet. Yeah, right? We all have at least one, but most of us have many. Right? I want you to go to one of those junk drawers, one of those junk areas in your closet. And I want you to go through those items and take a hard look. Who could use those items? Because you obviously can't. (laughs) You've had these items for so long and you're probably not using them. If you don't need them, bless them and release them to someone else who can make better use of them. 
So that way, whatever is attached to that item, you can detach that item, but still keep that memory. If you have to take a picture of it or whatever, but detach the meaning from that object, because remember, it's just an object. It's the meaning behind the object that you're holding on to. And I think that's a concept that we have not gotten used to. And I think that, you know, being more intentional about the things you bring into your home is very important. And in a future episode, we're going to talk about the things that you bring into your home and what they can actually, can they actually harm you or do they actually help you, right? So there's things like that we can talk about in a future episode, but for now we're going to, we're going to concentrate on the intention of the things that you buy and that you have in your home. You know, stores try to set you up. They have all those impulse buys at the end when you're getting toward the cash register. But know when you go to the supermarket, know when you go to Home Goods, know what you're going there for. Set your intention. I'm going to Home Goods to get new glasses because Johnny broke them last night washing the dishes. You know, <laughs> broke two of my glasses. Now I have to go and replace them. That's all you're going there for. Not the shiny new thing that you just saw the, the merchandiser to put out on the counter. That's not what you're there for. Set your intention, know what you want. When you get to the register, buy just what you need. Don't get caught up in the other things because that's another thing. That's how you save money. And if you can remember that people that are wealthy, they do not buy impulse buys. They do not get tricked into those kind of things. So these are some concepts that we can borrow to help us save some money and to live intentionally. So what do you think about that, Alicia? How many things in your house can you read, look, have a second look at? (laughs) I tell you, I feel like there are probably in my existing home right now, probably one million. Um, It takes a while to get to the point where you can really call through and sort and discard takes a while so I don't want any of our listeners to feel like this is something they need to be doing overnight you know it's a oh no that's why I said one little project you know start with the drawer (laughs) the smallest drawer possible (laughs) and don't blame yourself if you're looking around thinking what the (laughs) where did I get all this stuff don't even ask that question right yeah just just say what who can I give this to how Mm -hmm. can I recycle this how can I give this a new home to someone who really can truly use it? Exactly. Right. Don't start blaming yourself. Like, I can't believe I've held on to this because, you know, I, I do that a lot, right? I help people declutter the, their homes before the they struggle, sell them. The struggle is real. We all can relate. Mm-hmm. We all can relate, right? So as you know, I help a lot of people declutter their homes before they sell them. And I've had a client in the past that as we're decluttering, she's like blaming herself because she found so many objects that she never opened. Mm -hmm. I mean, brand new, but she can't do anything with them now because some of them were electronic Mm -hmm. and they're outdated electronics, but brand new in the box, sealed, never opened. (laughs) You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Just like, you know, kicking her, she's kicking herself because she's like, oh my God, that cost me $89, you know, and she's starting to add up all the things she's never used. And I'm like, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you could do that, then you're just gonna, you know, but I'm like, this should be a lesson for the future. When you move to your new place, you're going to intentionally buy what you need, use what you need, and that's it. You know, you're not going to stockpile things just because you go into the store and it's on sale. That's great. Call someone that may have said, oh, you know, if you're out in your travels and you see such and such on sale, let me know. You know, it doesn't mean you have to have it just because it's on sale, you know? So yeah, it, it's, it's a struggle, you know? It's a struggle to try to live with what you need and not what you don't. And that goes with everything, you know? Do you need do you need to buy all these objects just because you saw the latest craze with like an, uh, a gallery wall? Which I know that's not the latest craze anymore, but I'm just saying when it was, does that mean that you have to buy a bunch of objects and make them look found just so you could put them all over your wall? No, you don't have to, you know? Your, your only purpose and intention in your home should be to make it comfortable for you and what makes you happy not what other people say you should do or what's the latest you know so yeah yeah that's what I sounds got. good well Dee once again, we have concluded another one of our podcasts and we're talking as usual to each other, but to people so that they understand that, you know, they're not in this alone. This is definitely a world where nothing is new, but we want to share information that's helpful. And if you have been inspired and you need to look for um, some answers on how to manage anything, please be sure to hit us up and let us know what we could talk to you about and share some information today. We shared information that was, I think pretty useful and hopefully you did too. So thanks D as usual. You are awesome. I appreciate you. Well, thank you, Alicia. You were awesome as well. And I appreciate you. And I mostly definitely appreciate all of those who took out the time to have a listen to what we have to say. We have some exciting content coming up for you in the near future alicia and i are going to take some road trips or day trips whatever you want to call them and going to bring you some really cool findings and that's, that's a good word yeah, yeah. All, right. <laughs> all right have a great one thanks guys bye bye Interiors is brought to you by Truesdale Morrison Staging and Design. Check us out at truesdalemorrison.com as well as on social at Truesdale Morrison Staging and Design. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and be sure to come back next week for a new episode. Thanks for listening.